Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome once again to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. We're talking to, to you today about the next episode of this Raising Your Investment Mindset series that we've been focusing on. Now, if you remember, this is not about how to pick stocks better. This is not about how to do any specific you know, trading or timing. This is about trying to help you reframe how you may view the scary unknown that is investments as a whole and therefore be able to utilize them in a more constructive way, better reach your goals, and make life more enjoyable because of it. As always, you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, star clicking, review leaving, it really, really helps us reach all those other young families out there that are just like you, that need help just like you. Last week, we discussed how winners and losers, so to speak, in our portfolios, so the pieces or funds that do really well or do really poorly, are temporary more times than not. So every dog has its day kind of a thing. And so how to best emotionally and more importantly, practically deal with that. So if you haven't checked that out yet, that episode, definitely do that soon. Today's episode, though, is titled, We Can All Save Another $100. Me too. Everybody out there can do that. Where we're going to discuss how a little bit more is almost always possible and just how far that little bit extra, just a little bit can take us. So the goal for today's episode, so the if you can say this by the end of the episode, then you have succeeded statement is I better understand how impactful it can be to consistently push my savings just a little bit further. So I better understand how impactful it can be to consistently push my savings just a little bit further. For those people out there just like me who have ever tried getting into a new exercise routine, pushing yourself consistently can sometimes be, let's say, a bit of a challenge, maybe a lot of a a challenge more times than not. Getting up early to exercise, it seems like such a great idea the night before, right? I'm going to wake up, I'm going to feel great, I'm going to get into it. But that's nighttime Joe speaking, and nighttime Joe doesn't have to worry about getting up. Morning Joe makes quite the convincing argument every single morning, it seems like, to just sleep, you know, a little, little bit longer. In January 2018, though, my sister, Lauren, passed away at just 29 years old. During that year, I stopped playing soccer. That was my lifelong thing for basically how I got the majority of my exercise was through soccer and just injuries building up. So it felt like it was no longer a fit for me. And so I was looking for a new challenge. So I came across the runs that take place in, physically in Disney World, Run Disney, and saw that there was a half marathon set up uh, through the parks that happened to be the day before my sister Lauren's one-year anniversary of her passing. So to me, it seemed like a, a sign from heaven. This is clear confirmation that this is the next thing that I should take on. Now, I researched, of course, what it took. I'm very organized in that way. I spoke to other people I knew who had done it, and I set a schedule to make sure I would reach that required 13.1 miles of distance, uh, you know, physically be able to, to complete that. 
Now, while I didn't exactly spring out of bed every morning, I wasn't super pumped and excited the way Nighttime Joe would make me feel like I was going to be the next day, the race was in January. So training in New Jersey during November and December, those weren't too pleasant. But overall, I was able to get up the majority of the time because I had a clear goal of what I wanted to accomplish and knew that the feeling of completing that goal would just be tremendous, right? Now, when I hit the mileage for the first time when I was practicing, I mean, I still remember rounding that that last corner. I felt like Lauren was with me. I was actually looking up speaking to her that I was doing it, rounding that last leg of the run. So January comes, I completed the run in Disney. Uh, I got injured, so it was a little bit slower than I was anticipating, but I did complete it. And having my wife, Lauren, and my daughter, Avery, there to greet me at the end was just this fantastic, you know, momentous, like indescribable type feeling. When it comes to investments, pushing yourself just a little bit more can make all the difference. It can lead us to the end where we feel fantastic, where we feel tremendous. If I had not kept to my scheduled training for the run, I wouldn't have been able to make the distance required for the race. There's no way I would have been able to do it. There was a goal date though. So I had, you know, a time period. I knew it was at stake if I didn't do it, you know? Many of us out there would like to retire early. Some people just love their jobs. I'm one of those people. I love my job. And that may not be the goal. But all of us definitely want to have that flexibility down the road to choose our options, whether it's early retirement or something else. We want our options to be open to us as early as we can. We want to feel that tremendous feeling of having the freedom to do what will make us happy as early as possible. And saving just a little bit more, that can do a lot more than you think to getting to that goal that we all have. First, if you think of your credit card statement, does it vary every month? Is your credit card statement exactly 100% every single month? Of course not, right? Nobody's is. Some months it may be a few hundred or even more higher or lower. This means that your budget has some flexibility built into it. There's some amount of flexibility in your plan. If your kid gets sick, your dog has to go to the vet, you handle it, right? You don't take out a second mortgage. You figure out how to get that extra $100 out of your budget. Now, most people use this flexibility to allow for additional spending, not for additional savings. A vet bill, a doctor bill, those are additional spending that we're being flexible about. If your kid gets sick and needed a medicine costing $100 a month, you would figure out a way to afford that, right? That would not even be a question. It wouldn't be a problem. That means that you can also figure out a way to pay yourself another $100 a month. If you saved an extra $100 a month for the next 30 years until retirement, at just 8% growth, you'd be at almost an extra $150,000. Money that you probably wouldn't even miss. $100 a month, you probably would not even miss it but you're definitely going to be super grateful for an extra $150,000 down the road. Would an extra $150,000 allow you to do what at retirement? Retire a few years earlier, uh, take a dream vacation around the world, buy a sport car that you always wanted to have. It would be something significant though, right? And that math is linear. If you can come up with an extra $200 a month, Now that's an extra $300,000 extra in 30 years with those same assumptions. Again, money that you probably wouldn't even notice. Again, 
credit card, my bill goes up and down by more than $200 a month. If your car lease went up by 100 bucks, you probably wouldn't lose too much sleep over that, right? You need a car. This is the new model three years later. Okay, it costs a little bit more. That's how it goes. I'll figure it out. How about you need to pay yourself? You need to treat yourself with that same high level of respect, that same high level of need, uh, that same high level of attention. You need to give that to yourself too. This doesn't even count the fact that your income goes up over time. So let's go back to those same examples. Let's say every year your income goes up 5% on average. So right now, let's say you can afford $100 a month. Next year, it should be $105 a month. The year after that would be like $111 a month and so on and so forth. So when we take that original $100 a month scenario and we do the same thing, but assume that you increase your payments every year because you make more every year, so it should go somewhere towards you. Now that comes out instead of to about $150,000, it's over or almost, I should say, $260,000. So same $100 a month, just growing a little bit every year, 5% like you do, $260,000 now after 30 years with those same assumptions. So if you can do $100 a month now, don't stop there. $105 a month is even better. $115 a month, the year after that, even better. The more you can keep pushing that upwards in small, incremental, feasible amounts, the greater that exponential long-term number can grow to. Do that for yourself. If you could afford $100 a month, I'm guessing $105 is not going to break the bank. So as we get to the end of this episode, let's circle back around to the goal statement for today. If you can say now, I better understand how impactful it can be to consistently push my savings just a little bit further, then you have succeeded in the main point of this episode. So congrats. Now get out there, myself included, and just save a little bit more towards you. Thanks as always for tuning in today and join us for next week's episode called Bingo, You Probably Own More Than The Market, where we're going to cover how what you see on TV described as the market very likely isn't what you actually own in your entire portfolio. So overall, if you're able to implement what we cover today, then that's just fantastic. Less to worry about is great. More focus on enjoying life, also great. If you're wanting help with these things, though, or you have questions you need help in clarifying, check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website, enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.